Welcome to the Calvary Church Podcast. We're glad that you are here and that you can be a part of a recent service at TCC. So let's join the service, which is already underway, and listen to the message. It's a great, great honor this morning that we would bring for the word of the Lord a mighty man of God in the city of Cincinnati. And thankful for Bishop Lavelton Daniel. I'm thankful for his family, for the work that they've done here in Cincinnati and beyond. So we're, we're so honored that he would come and uh, be a part of this service. And uh, I'm going to invite him to come at this time. I want you to give a warm Calvary Church welcome to Bishop Lavelton Daniel. I'm so happy to be here today. I tell you, let's give God praise for his goodness. Hallelujah. Um, some mixed emotions. I have a timekeeper. Uh, oh, there's one up there. Well, Nicole, I still need you to praise the Lord. Okay. Cause maybe I might see that and maybe I won't praise the Lord. Um, so many mixed emotions today. Of course, this is historical for me. And you may be seated if that's permissible. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, I'm impacted already. Lord, help me say something, do something now. I'm just, wait till I call Trish. She's in, in Las Vegas. I don't know what she's doing out there. Pray for her. Praise the Lord. I, I, we do have one church out there, I believe, praise the Lord. So uh, I'm, I'm certainly there's some ministry that she's doing that, but I'm going to call her and say, Trish, they're standing up. They stood up the whole time. It was wonderful. Hallelujah. Of course, um, this is historical for, for me and probably for this church. Uh, and, and that's good. It is certainly wonderful that we can make history that is positive, and should the Lord tarry, that will affect generations to come. Um, there is a need for the things that are going on in the kingdom uh, to be as personified as possible because the other side is doing all they can to make sure their junk is published and put out there. Uh, but I still believe that if we were not in the world, the world would be so much worse than it is. Uh, we are that force in the place that allows God to keep doing miraculous things. Even though the media might not want to uh, talk about it, there are still miracles going on in our midst whereof we are glad. I have friends here down through the years. Amen. Amen. Oh, well, look at us as, as we become our fathers. Hallelujah. Amen. We, <laughs> yes, we are. Um, those who know me know that I, I love being saved. Uh, I don't have a sad story. Um, I was recently rebuked during the convention uh, for my just letting it go and letting it flow and enjoying. And one of the mothers, you know, uh, told me they were visiting with us and and uh, she saw me at the convention um, as I was getting ready to go into the communion service. And she began to tell me how disappointed she was in me uh, 
because I carried on with too much frivolity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And uh, I, I didn't know how to take it. I was just stood there like this. And uh, in fact, she said, I was at your church and I thought I was at Sanford and Son. I mean, I could have said, okay, but you know, they took junk and made something worth out of it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not being ugly. I listen to anything someone says to me because that's how you learn. That's how you grow. But I, 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 uh, when I get an opportunity to speak with her, I, I, I didn't dare, you, you know, say anything then. It wouldn't have been in season. Praise the Lord. Uh, I have come a long way to be free in the Lord. I have overcome what people think, what people may say, because I know what I need in order to have my relationship with God strong. I don't want to offend, but if it comes to you being offended and me worshiping God, guess what? You're going to get offended. Hallelujah! Woo! Oh, shut mm. Because my worship is for real. You don't know my story. Don't try to figure it out. You don't know what it took for me to get here. But my worship, my worship is for real. Um, I, uh, driving over today, um, I asked those coming with me, and uh, some of them were drafted this morning. A couple I asked earlier, and some of them said, come go with me to Calvary. What are you doing? Amen. Um, I was sort of testing out my subject today, and they will tell you, I don't normally give subjects to my message sometimes. I'll be halfway through, and then I'll remember, oh, I didn't give you a subject. Sometimes I don't read the scripture either. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But I declare there will be a message. I got to remember not to walk down there. They sent me some notes. Boy, y'all got a wonderful package to send out, I tell you. And I, I walk around, uh, uh, I mean, I'm all over the place, but they told me that if I move here, then the folk there won't see me, and I guess, so I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm putting all these things together, okay? And I'm still going to enjoy it, hallelujah. But um, I asked them, um, I said, if, 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 I, if I gave you a scripture, and, and uh, you can put the subject in scripture up now if you like. If, if that's what you're going to do, I'm not sure. Um, of 2 Corinthians 3 and 2, ye are our epistles written in your heart. Epistles written in heart, known and read of all men. And um, I said, if I gave you a subject of sages for pages, what would you think? Sages for pages. And uh, boy, the conversation got interesting in the car. Hallelujah. I had previously told them that I was looking for one other piece of confirmation. I've had several about this message. And um, a subject came up that I'm I'm going to share with you today. Sages for pages. Um, This particular scripture here is uh, Paul sort of responding to the um, children of Israel about him being validated. 
And he was saying to them, do we begin again to contend to commend ourselves or need we as some of those epistles of commendation to you or letters of commendation from you? He was beginning to say, I don't have to qualify myself again because you are my epistles. When folks see you, they see what God is doing in my life. Hallelujah. Um, that is the connection, the connectivity that we have as people of God, one with the other, even leadership with laity, if you want to put it that way, that when you listen to leadership, when you uh, emulate, when you manifest what you've been taught, then you sheep beget sheep. You are the ones that people see, and they determine what's going on in here by how you live out there. Hallelujah to God. And, 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 and with that being said, I, I want to review uh, this chapter briefly. And then I want to get into this whole point about sages for pages. Um, the first thing that came to me in praying about this day uh, was the word just, I just saw pages all in my spirit. Pages, we're pages. And, and if I may just jump to the middle or the end, do you realize that you are writing right now? Hallelujah. Every day you, you are writing something. And uh, I, I want to talk to you about what you're writing today. Verse 3 of that third chapter of 2 Corinthians says, For as much as ye are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, not written with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tables of stone, but in fleshly tables of the heart. Hallelujah. And such trust have we through Christ to God work. Uh, Corinthians, um, Paul was writing to a rather difficult people. Not that most of us aren't difficult from time to time. But they had their idiosyncrasies and complexities. And, 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 and if you just read it, you say, oh my goodness. They're running with first place for the Romans for being just wow, wow, wow folk. Hallelujah. He, he, he had to keep reassuring them as to who they were in Christ. Hallelujah. Because of what they had been and who they had been in the world. We find that today as people are getting saved, even for us, that transition. Uh, for some of us who are not pew babies, Hallelujah. For some of us who do not have an apostolic Pentecostal background, uh, that transition can be overwhelming. Hallelujah. For those of us who got saved when we were grown and rusty and ugly, hallelujah, uh, uh, you, you know, we had to make a lot of changes. Uh, one of the first things that happened to me was uh, all the people that I knew that I depended on uh, to, to help me for advice and stuff, my mom, my dad, None of those people were saved. So now my whole support group is no longer there. I mean, I could go to them, but I would hear them giving me advice. And now because of having this heart change, now because something else is going on in my spirit, I say, oh my goodness, my mama's not telling me the right thing right now. And I dare not tell her she was wrong I would have to pick myself out of next week. Hallelujah. 
I know that doesn't happen today. We are living in a, such a wonderful culture now. Yeah, we don't have things like that happen. But I want to tell you, uh, back in the day, parents didn't play. Do you hear what I say? They'd put you away. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Yeah, y'all don't know anything about that. You need to come to my seminar on living back in the day. You'd be so glad for the Holy Ghost. You would. Uh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You, you know, um, uh, Paul was telling them that you are the product of my personal work. And, and I don't need to go around trying to prove myself because you are my living proof. God almighty, how powerful is that? When, 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 when Cincinnati sees that the members of our congregation are the living proof of the change power of God, some of them will say, I need that change. Some of them will say, I need some help. Some of them will say, if he did it for you, he can do it for me. Come on, Jesus. Ages for pages. Uh, I'm here today to tell everybody, including myself, we've got to write right. Write it right. You, you're writing whether you know it or not. You got to make sure that what you are writing is the correct thing to write. Hallelujah to God. Uh-huh. It's not going to get too bumpy, but you probably need to buckle up just a little bit. He said, the sufficiency that you have is not of yourself. I'm not standing here today because I have degrees from Hampton University. I'm not standing here today because of what my family tree or bush is. I'm not standing here today because of who I know and what I don't know and all of that. I'm standing here today because of the grace of God who looked beyond my faults and saw my needs. I'm standing here because he decided that he would do something in my life. And I'm in agreement with the move of God. I'm standing here today because he has all power to change things that I can't even understand. I'm standing here today because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm standing here today because I'm not the same. I've been changed. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Whoo! Glory! 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 I know my sufficiency is not of myself. I know it's not because Things still do get on my nerve. How you? I'm speaking in tongues. So let me interpret that. I said, things still get on my nerve. There's some folk who still get on my nerve. Don't you look at me with that tone of anointing. I still have human situations I have to deal with. But I'm so glad that the God that I serve is greater than all of my circumstances. Hey, the Lord, let me just run this down right quick here. He said, what you have is through the spirit. Everybody say I'm in the spirit. He said, the letter killeth the law. And then he goes into this didactic presentation uh, of showing the benefit of being in the spirit or being under the law. 
He said, when Moses came down out of the mountain, he had to, to veil his face because of the glory. The glory of the letter, the glory of the law was so incredible that the people could not look on Moses' face. Hallelujah. And as the more I looked into it, he said, but I declare to you that this glory is fading away. For a long time, I, I, I just thought that, oh, he's been in the presence of God. God lit him up. Hallelujah. God lit him up so the people couldn't even look on him. But if you begin to study just a little bit about that scenario, the reason he veiled his face was not to protect them so much from the brilliance of the glory of God. He veiled his face because Moses knew that that glory was nothing at all compared to the glory that would be revealed. And he did not want them to get stuck, hallelujah, on a temporary thing, hallelujah. You, you, you know, uh, I, I hope this won't be insulting to anyone at all, but it's like this in churches. Um, there was a glory, hallelujah, uh, to Paul Bowers, hallelujah. Uh, but that glory, we couldn't get stuck on that, uh, hallelujah. There's a glory to LaVelton Daniel, but I don't want Gregory Emanuel to get stuck on that. Uh, there's a glory to Tom Ellis, uh, but Calvary... You can't get stuck on that. That was a glory to my friend Norman, but we can't. Size more pops. That was a glory, but we can't get stuck on who they were. We have to get stuck on the God that was in them. Hallelujah. That's the greater glory. That is why they were who they were. It wasn't them. It was a God in them. It's not you. It's not me. So therefore, we want you to understand that who we are is because of the grace of God. It is because of the anointing of God. And if you follow us as we follow Christ, great things will happen in the kingdom for such a time as this. He went on to say that the glory of the law is so much, but let me do it the positive way. The glory of grace the glory that is associated with the spirit is so much greater than the law. It's like the law didn't have any glory at all. Incredible. You're telling me that glory that did not allow people to look is going to be so overshadowed. And greater works shall you do. Tell somebody a greater is coming and a greater is here. A greater is here. As, as long at the end of this chapter, it talks about going from glory to glory, being changed by his image, being transformed, never to be what we were again, never to go back to where we came from. There is this part, and I, I need to read some of this. Uh, hallelujah. I make all these notes and then I walk away from them. Yeah. Hallelujah. Time. That's what I have left. Ooh. 
Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Oh, where shall I go? Where shall I go? Let me do it this way. Let me get to my subject. Sage. Sage is a a seasoned, experienced, well thought out individual who has been tried and proven. It does not necessarily reflect age or longevity. However, it could. And in some instances, it should. Because there are things about life you just have to live through. You won't learn in a book. You won't learn in a class. There are certain things you will have to live out. And uh, it is someone that's prudent, someone of great wisdom and great judgment. And of course, then we have the fact of the page. An epistle is written on pages. I'm a writer, and I've, a number of years ago, someone gave me a book called The Nothing Book. Any of you ever heard of it? It's very popular back, oh my goodness, in the 70s, hallelujah. They're going to like, that's why I haven't heard about it in the 70s, are you kidding? But late last night, I, I went online, and it is still available. Uh, it costs about four or five dollars. It's a book. It says the nothing book. Um, Mr. Harris wrote it. Uh, and it says I want to make something out of it. And someone gave that to me when I was um, graduating uh, from from college, actually from graduate school. A friend of mine, one of I think it was one of my professors, gave it to me. And the book was something like this. Nothing. You have to make something out of it. When you get saved, your book God starts you over. Somebody say, I'm so glad about it. I'm so glad about it. And the point of having a nothing book is, for those of us who have Christ, is to let God help us write it right. Uh, We may have volumes of foolishness already published. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But when God starts you over, you get a chance to start writing all over again. (laughs) But I've found out in these 40-something years of walking with the Lord, 
hallelujah, that I could not write it by myself. I needed some help. I needed a sage. I needed a wisdom. I needed a Paul Bowers. I, 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 I needed a J.D. Sizemore. I needed a Norman Pasley. I needed someone who could help me write it right. Today, I'm calling for the sages to help us write pages. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm calling for you to qualify yourself so that when someone is in need, whether they're in church or out of church, you'll be able to lead and guide them. You'll be able to hold their hand. You'll be able to pray with them. You'll be able to encourage them. And when the flood comes, uh, when the mountain comes, when the valley is there, when the river is raging, those who are sages can stand up. Sages for pages. So when I asked today in the car, Brother Kyrie there, he's an herbalist, you know. He brings more concoctions. I'll confess, Kyrie, some of that stuff you brought me, I hid it from myself. All those herbs looked like some of the stuff was living. I wasn't about to drink that stuff. You know, I'm a chemist. It was emotions and all kinds of solutions. I'm so, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. I don't know if God is in that. Praise the Lord. But he told me today, uh, uh, I did not know, and, and Minister Daniel here, Native American, said that sage was the, the, the herb now. It's also an herb. The only thing I knew about it being an herb was that when we made sausage, did, as a boy in Georgia, you, you know, you put sage in the sausage. My wife's mother used to put it in the dressing, and I didn't like it. Hallelujah. I don't like sage dressing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I, I knew it was an herb. I, I understood it's a strong herb. But when he began to tell me all of the properties of the natural sage, I saw a link with the spiritual sage. Hallelujah. It's, it, it, it can purify. It's an antioxidant and all of that. It has all of these properties. And if you hang around folk who can cause you to be pure, who can cause you to breathe right, can cause you to understand, who can cause you to have the right kind of circulation, we need sages to help you write your pages. Hallelujah. Now, they tell me in the Native America they use it to ward off evil spirits and stuff. Well, hallelujah, that can work too. You need a sage who can get rid of the devil. You need a sage who knows how to rebuke demons. But Lord, that page part, more than just a sheet of paper, this journal here, tell somebody, get a journal for your journey. This one says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future that expected in. And that is the end that God expects for you. Good God Almighty. God has a plan for every life in here. If he allowed you to live, that was him that did that. No matter whether you are planned or not, you may have been someone called an accident. I, I heard I was an accident, and later on in life I found out. But if an accident is preaching to you today, look how awesome God is. 
Honey, only God gives life. Only God gives life. Only God gives life. Only God gives life. And if he allows it to come, there's a reason. You know, I've started many books. I've finished some. Hallelujah. This one here, I, I took when I, went to, uh, when I went to Israel. And I've written some things. And I've got things in here about the Dead Sea. I've got some of the notes from the guides and all of that. But you know what? It's still unfinished. What's unfinished in your life today? How many can say, Lord, I've got some chapters I need to complete. I've got some things you've told me to write in life. I haven't gotten around to it yet. Hallelujah. I'm here to stir up your pure minds. That I'm saying God has provided a sage to help you write your page. If you look at page, it's more than a sheet of paper. Remember? Where young people, mainly young men, back in medieval times, that worked with a knight. They had hopes of becoming a knight. And knights served the king. Knights served the crown. A page also is someone in business that they use to take messages. Come on, witness. Hallelujah. Uh, They used to do menial things to make sure things work together. How are you writing today? A page is also something that happens with a public address system. And they probably call it something else now with all the technology. When they want to get your attention. Paging the world. Paging the world. Jesus is on his way. Paging the world. Turn from your foolishness. Paging the molester. There's hope and deliverance for you. <coughs> Paging the prostitute. Paging the dope addict. <laughs> we need to be out paging the world, telling the world, get ready, get ready. It's about to rain fire. Get ready, get ready. You need to change your desire. Get ready, get ready. There's room for you in somebody's choir. Get ready, get ready. Your life is not your own. You've been bought with a price. What are you writing in the kingdom? What are you writing in your life? Make the vision plain. It's time to run with it. Make the vision plain. It's time to tell the world that Jesus is on his way hallelujah God has equipped us God has put people all around you he's put powerful people in your life he's put people who've already been there done that got all the stuff and now you need to get about being in your father's business Jesus is on his way Jesus is about to crack the sky Jesus He wants you. He wants you to write it. Put up that sheet of music, please. I got one page I want to share with you. Because I take my seat and I have all this wonderful stuff written down that you did not hear today. Hallelujah. 
Oh, I'll put the notes out. It's a wonderful rhyme about all of this stuff. I can rhyme on a dime. Hallelujah. <laughs> I need to do this part just for Daniel. Minister Nieto over there. Let me see, can I find it? Because there's a lot of writing going on in our world. A lot of writing. Some of it is kind of ridiculous. You know, you got your email, your snail mail, your tweet and your text. You got your Instagram and Messenger, LinkedIn, God knows what's next. We write on our clothes with names and words we can't even pronounce. We write on our bodies. Some try to cover every pound and every ounce. Let me stop rhyming before you ask me to bounce. Hallelujah. But the world has become brand central. Brand central. Uh, see? I'm a closed. Now, I've never had a desire for a tattoo. I probably couldn't take the pain. The pain. And uh, like I said, we need to write the vision to make it plain, to tell the people it's going to have a fiery rain. Tell them that they've got nothing to lose but endless pain and everything else in glory they will gain in Jesus' name. Tell them to write it right, write it tight, time is running out. We are a faith book live. And we are always on. You don't have to go live. You are live. And, 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 and uh, you know, whether you know it or not, there are some things that uh, we can write. You can write about superior salvation sentences of sanctification. Write about a bona fide blogs on blessings and benefits. Powerful paragraphs on prayer and praise. Exciting, enthusiastic ex essays on eschatology and eternity. Terrific term papers on tenacity and determination. Wonderful written works on witnessing tremendous theses on oneness theology. Divinely inspired dissertation on deliverance. And marvelous manifested manuscripts on mercy and miracles. So what are you writing about today? Hallelujah. Listen, is that, there it is. Charles Price Jones. That's one page of over a thousand songs that this Baptist preacher wrote. That one is called Jesus Only. He was born the same year that slavery was ended. And in his life, he has seen his mom died at 17. He went off and as he was going around and preaching and being a powerful preacher, he got introduced to the Holy Ghost. When he got introduced to the Holy Ghost, it was so powerful in his life, he began to preach and to teach it. And he got put out of the church. I know a little something. When I got saved in the AME church, I was excommunicated. Hallelujah. That's really, they even took my hymn book back. Praise the Lord. I'm like, what, what, what is up with this? I mean, I didn't do anything but get saved. This man was shot at in churches. He, uh, while they were having a, a, a one meeting, they set his church on fire. 
He's gone through a lot. But he took the pen and wrote this song, Jesus Only. Why am I telling you about this page? I'm telling you about this page because last week during our convention, the choir sang that song. I had never heard it before. Didn't even know anything about it. It was so powerful and so anointed that one of the civic guests that I had invited, he actually he invited himself. I invited somebody, and then they said, somebody else wants to come. I said, okay. He flew all the way from New York. He was the outreach faith-based director for the National Democratic Party. And when the choir finished singing Jesus only, when he stood up to the podium, somebody say one page. When he stood up to the podium, Danny, he said, I'm here to tell you about statistics and all of that and to get information to take back. He said, but all I want to tell D.C. now, Washington, is Jesus only. He stood there and then he began to fold over the pulpit like that. Our presiding bishop came and said, we're going to pray for you. And God filled him full of the Holy Ghost right there. One page. God filled him full. He never got a chance to give his proclamations. He never got a chance to do his political thing. Because the God that we serve is able. So Wednesday night, the Republican came. He is the faith Wait, minority, let me get it right. Hallelujah. He's something, praise the Lord. The governor's uh, advocate liaison, that's the word, thank you, Holy Ghost, liaison for minority affairs. And we were running out of time, and he had proclamations too. And I said to him, we're running out of time. He said, oh, I just want two minutes. I'm going to read my proclamation. And he got up there, and he started to talk about how he could praise God and stuff. And I'm like, mm-mm. And he took out across the pulpit. And then he ran the other way. And then he had a Shirley Caesar experience. You all know what a Shirley Caesar experience is? When Shirley Caesar and her sisters were children, they used to play church all the time. And so she tells them the song about one day they were out in the backyard playing church and, 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 and she said a brother who was a preacher told her to say, jump up and say Jesus three times. She said on the third time she said Jesus, something happened to her. And she was never, said her sister said, mom, Shirley's out there playing church. And the mom looked out and said, oh, she ain't playing this time. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, on the second time across the pulpit, he wasn't playing anymore. God knocked him out, filled him full of the Holy Ghost. We've never had a convention where the politicians even stayed the whole service. And there we had the Republican and the Democrat speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. 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 What a 
are you writing in your page? What are you telling the world? That when they come in our service, they should be impacted. When they get around us, they need to feel a difference. When the anointing is present, who can stand? When the Lord is blessed, who is able to stand? When the God of glory walks in, who's able to stand? never be the same again they'll never be the same again look at somebody and say what are you writing on your page somebody's reading whatever you're writing somebody's checking you out Lord we love you today come on pastor I'm done. I'm quitting. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. You have sages in this house. Yes. You have quality people who can help you. Yes. Write it right and write it tight. Yes. Hallelujah. We love you. God bless you. In Jesus' name. This podcast was brought to you by the Calvary Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. For more information about the Calvary Church, please visit our website at www.thecalvarychurch.com. Consider joining us for a service where you will find friendly people, high-energy music, and life-transforming preaching and teaching from a biblical worldview. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or on our website at www.thecalvarychurch.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.